Welcome to Song Talk Radio. This is a show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting. We share tips, tools, and techniques, and together we all become better at writing songs. I'm Neil Modi, and with me is my co-host, Phil Emery. How are you, Phil? I'm presently accounted for and accountedly present. Good. Have you checked with with your accountant on that? Accountedly, presently accounted for, yes. Good. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Please send your comments and questions to at Songtalk Radio on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or feedback at songtalk.ca for the email, and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit us at songtalk.ca to find out how you can be a guest. Um, Tonight, it's uh, just going to be in the the smaller family, (laughs) just Phil and I. Uh, But before we get to the meat of today's show, um, uh, I just want to point out to our listeners this really cool video I saw on on YouTube. There's a YouTuber I'm following. Um, his name is Andrew Wong. Um, spells his last name H U A N G. If you want to look him up, but we'll, we'll link to this um, in the in the show notes. Um, and uh, he, he's he's a really cool synthesizer kind of guy. He's got also or he has a studio full of modular synths, but he's also a talented sort of uh, electronic pop songwriter um, and singer and guitar player. And knows a lot about music music theory as well. During our um, for, for our show on the circle of fifths that we did, uh, we, we posted up a video, uh, on the webpage, um, where he talks about, um, harmonics, um, and, and the nature of sound and how it relates to, to scales and theory. And, and, and it's a really, really tightly, uh, well-explained video, um, about that sort of thing. So he's really good at sort of, you know, compiling information and making it easily, uh, digestible. And he's, he, he, he was he, in this video, he's obsessed with this particular chord that he, he heard when he was learning how to, how to do a pedal steel guitar. And he always hears it sort of at the end of jazz songs and, the chord that he's talking about is uh, a 13 chord with a sharp 11 and no seven. <laughs> and the easier way of thinking about that whole convoluted bit of bit of uh, chord is if you have, say, a C major and a D major, you play them together, but the D major is uh, an octave higher than the C major. So on the piano, it's the left hand C major, right hand uh, D major, um, uh, an octave up. And, uh, and, 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 and it creates this really, really interesting, um, harmony. And at the end of the video, he actually posted up a, uh, a, I'm looking at it as a composition challenge, not really a songwriting challenge as such, but he was saying he has a Google form um, that he links to from his YouTube and says, anyone who wants to submit a composition, a song, whatever, where you use that chord, as long as it's not the end chord <laughs> of your piece, because <laughs> that's the way he's always heard it. He wants to hear like how other people are going to implement that using using this chord somewhere in their in their uh, songwriting or composition. So so cool. Yeah. So something 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 of a different, a little bit of a twist on it, and uh, it should be interesting. the uh, The deadline for this is July first, so it is coming up quickly. So hopefully, I'll have time to. Um, whip off something <laughs> instrumental when you are doing these kinds of challenges you don't have to produce it to the nth degree no it doesn't have to be a single you know it can be just this is me and a piano and i figured this out and that's the purpose of it it doesn't have yeah. to be something that's completely like mastered and you know polished because yeah. that's really not the point of these exercises no, no, certainly not. And certainly you can, you can treat it as an exercise and, 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 a, and submit it as a sketch. And then after the fact, you can spend some more time if you're really digging it, 
to polish it off and improve it and, and, and work it. Um, you know, like if you've been paying attention to the podcast lately, you know, that, uh, um, Phil and Mike and myself all, all shared our songwriting challenge answers for this year's uh, songwriting challenge. And, and I think all three of us uh, expressed that we're going to continue working on them. I know I have been on mine. Um, and you too, Phil, I think, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I played around and I did, uh, it's amazing what you can do with, the digital audio workstations these days, I was mm -hmm. able to, without a lot of work, actually just change the tempo of mm. the project and everything speeded up in time. Mm. So it wasn't like there was, you know, the guitars uh, were all out of uh, sync because mm. it's like the, the only thing that was really MIDI was the drums. Mm. Um, everything else was, you know, live recording. And it's great because you can play around with the tempo and go, okay, is this too fast or is this too slow? Mm. And it was amazing, just four beats per minute made a, a sizable uh, difference. Right, right. And that's all the instruments. What about the vocal? But you're going to re-record the vocal anyway at the, at the yeah. higher but tempo. It, yeah, so. But it was it was perfectly usable as a as, as a, an experiment. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. As as a, as a guideline or a yeah. sketch. Yeah, amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, mostly for me, I've just been uh, tinkering with lyrics a lot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Yeah, well, I'm almost. I wouldn't say completely rewritten, but good chunks of it are rewritten and the chorus is the, it, the chorus has a substantial difference melodically and everything and then what i had before so in other words you know challenge is a challenge but you can continue fiddling with the thing <laughs> it would be fun to have um a show where we actually bring out our changed songs playing the first ones and then the second ones to see how we did change them you know yeah absolutely because it's always interesting to hear the progression um of of things so speaking of our songwriting challenge so like like we just said the, the three of us hosts um have uh shared our answers to the challenge uh, in the last uh few weeks and of course we've been asking everybody listening to send in their songs and you guys have been amazing about sending in your songs the last few months and uh tonight is our first batch of our listeners' songs from our songwriting challenge, which, um, in, in case you don't know, because you've, of course, been listening to the podcast, so you do know. But in of case course. you don't know, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the challenge this year was to write from a title, and the title we picked is Why Do You Cry, which was also um, suggested to us by our, our listeners. So, um, so yeah, we've got a, we've got a bunch of uh, uh, submissions from our listeners. We're going to going to do two episodes um, on our listeners' songs. So, if you don't hear your song uh, on this uh, episode, stay tuned for the next one. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll certainly be included there. Um, so, in, any thoughts before we get started, Phil? One thing I want to mention is that you know, if any of our listeners are working on songs and they'd like to share them with us, that would be amazing. And again, they don't have to be finished. They don't have to be completely mastered something you know is, is a work in progress when we have people coming into the meetup most of those songs are not finished off and that's kind of when you want to share them to mm -hmm. get feedback and and it'd be great to have more input from the listeners to hear what they've done because these we've gotten some great stuff in the last mm -hmm. little while yeah yeah absolutely we're happy to do that we've done that in the past um, where we where we received a bunch of songs and we we sort of saved them all and then did an episode where we sort of talked about them you know analyzed them a little bit and gave some feedback and stuff it's a it's a good it's a good experience and we had some good feedback on that episode as well from from the people who submitted that they valued the uh, the, the sort of feedback so it's, it's yeah a it's good, great it's a good thing to do right for sure so, so shall okay. we start with Stuart Cook 
Yeah. So Stuart Cook. He writes, um, hello, fellow song burblers. Yes. It's that man again from the nether regions of northwestern England. COVID and its evil variants haven't buried me yet. Songwriting took a backseat, though. Just didn't have the inclination or the urge until the challenge bit me with all that's going on in the East. And we certainly understand what you're talking about there, uh, mm -hmm. Stuart. If a songwriter uh, has any purpose at all, the chronicling of moods, misdeeds, trial, and turbulences of our fellow man is it. So here is it, here it is, warts and all. That's from Stuart Cook, who's written in a bunch of times, one of our yeah. longtime listeners. He's he's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. Stuart's a great guy. He's from merry old England, and uh, it sounds like things aren't too merry old in his in his point of view right now. Um, understandably, well, yeah. um, but <laughs> um, it's it, 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 it's great to hear that the the challenge gave him a bit of a bite to to get something. They get something written. So that's amazing. Yeah, sometimes you just need a deadline or you just need a, a project as opposed to waiting for inspiration. Yeah, for sure. Because that may not off that may not always happen. Okay. All right. So let's hear Stuart Cook's version of Why Do You Cry? As evening shadows start to fall, why do you cry? As songbirds sound their final call, why do you cry? I'm weeping for this troubled land of endless fields and sky. This land of mine, where I was born, I shattered, ripped and torn. That is why I cry, that is why I cry. The battle sounds come from afar, oh why? The siren sounds a scream of war Why do you sigh? I sigh for all grief and fear While senses tell me fly And leave behind all that I know for my time has come to go and That is why I sigh That is why I sigh And sigh I shall for many years For family and for friends For all I've lost I'll shed my tears Until Why? So I'll tell you why I cry And I've told you with the deepest sigh and this is why 
classic folk protest song <laughs> what yeah it has a um the structure which i guess is traditional but it just kind of it, it jumped out at me which is the first four lines are um a question and then the next four lines are the answer mm-hmm. so as navy starts to, sh- start to fall why do you cry why songbirds sound their final call why do you cry and then here's the answer. I'm weeping for this troubled land of endless fields and sky, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. I mean, I've I've known, yeah. I guess other songs have done that, but I guess I just sort of noticed it. Mm-hmm. I, I really like his uh, his B part. Um, I sigh for uh, I sigh I shall for many years for friends for family and friends. It's a nice change um, and and very welcome at that point in the song because every it, it, structurally it's been it's been the same. Two, two fairly long verses, so it's a really great. I mean, there's no there's no chorus per se, right? And that's what kind of makes it there's a yeah. Thing. They call it a stanza, which is the last line on the first verse, and 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 uh, you will be able to get the yeah. lyrics on the on the show notes. Yeah. Uh, so the last stanza is for the first verse would be that is why I cry. Right. That is why I cry. Yeah, yeah. There was that sort of verse refrain refrain type yeah. of thing, um, and then and then the, then the B section. Um, yeah. which, which is a, which is a great change. Um, the, the, the one, <laughs> no one being picky here, but I feel like this song isn't called, why do you cry? It, oh, okay. it shows it, the title, the title, the, the, the official challenge title shows up at the beginning of the first verse mm. and then never again. And after that, it's, it's why I cry. Um, oh, I why, you mean, yeah. okay. why I sigh. It, 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 it kind of gets lost. You know, but 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 here's the interesting thing: if if you if you if Stuart was to have taken the challenge and really um, interpreted it as "Why do you cry?" as opposed to "Why do I cry?" as it, because I think I think he he might have been seeing it as more of a prompt than an actual title, like like write a song about why you cry kind of thing. Right. And, and this is what makes me sad. And, and this is what I'm going to write about. And I sort of, you know, incorporate it in there. But if, if you were to actually flip the uh, flip a lot of the eyes to use, 
you know, you're weeping for this trouble land, this land of yours where you oh, were born, yeah. ripped and torn. That is why you, that is why you cry, or why do you cry? You know, maybe a little tricky the language wise to get it in there, maybe. But you know, and then and then his B part can can come back to the or, or introduce the I. And I sigh for many years for for family and friends because he wants to bring his perspective into it. But if he's if he is expressing grief about what's happening in in the in in the East and in, in Ukraine, then then it's and he's in England. Then you know it's it's from it's from a you perspective. It's it's their perspective, and he's trying to take on their story. So it it kind of it, it kind of it, it would kind of it, I think it would it would bring the um, the the point of view. Uh, into greater focus as well. If it was all you and then a little bit of I and then all you and a little bit of I. Oh, interesting, yeah. It's it's amazing, like just as an experiment, if you are working on a song to switch the me's to use or the use to me's or the the I's to use, and it's, you don't necessarily keep that change, but it'll help you sort of see it in a new way. Yeah, I actually did that on my challenge. I started, I started it as a, uh, a he started in third person. I started as a he. Oh, okay. Neat. Right. And then very quickly I got to a certain point and it was really a rhyme scheme thing. It wasn't, it wasn't working with the rhyme scheme. So I didn't, <laughs> didn't know why. That's fine. Yeah, that works. <laughs> but, but it, it, it was, it was just, it, I, I think, I mean, I can speak for, for myself. Um, emotionally, it was easier to sort of write a draft and he, and then switch yeah. it to I, because it was, it was too hard to do it from I right away. Oh, interesting! Right, because it, it, it sort of it sort of it sort of allowed me access to get into the lyric and and, and do it and do it that way, right? So, but I, I think what you're saying is absolutely true. Is it's a very valuable exercise just to write another draft of the lyrics and flip everything, yeah, and and, and see how it feels, see how it, see how it lands. Sometimes you might just keep um, like one or two lines uh, from that experiment, but that can that can add that little bit of polish, which I think is really you know mm -hmm. really kind of really shows the the detention the attention to uh, the craft my yeah. only suggestion uh for this song um because actually i really liked how in the second verse you went to why do you sigh why do you sigh i thought that was kind of cool mm -hmm. because you really have one two three so you really have eight lines and then you have a refrain and the Chords are really the same, and it would be nice on the eighth line. So in the first verse, it would be lies, shattered, ripped, and torn. On the last two chords that you would change them, right now it's uh, G, A, and D. If you mm. change them into something else, that would set up the refrain a bit more. Yeah. Because right now the refrain just kind of falls, like it just it just sort of like melds in with the first verse, whereas... If you have a bit of a change, it kind of sets it off, and I think it would be a little bit, uh, a little bit tighter. Yeah, yeah, that's certainly. I mean, Pat Patterson would call that spotlighting, right? Yes. You change, you change the chord, it gives a different tone, and and you put a spotlight on that line because this is the, we're now reached the important part of this whole thing, right? Yes. And, and, yeah. and that's what signifies it. You know, throw a minor in there, Stuart. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe that minors no minors aren't illegal in England. I mean, not with the Jesus Mary chain and all that. Although <laughs> Jesus Mary chain might be, have been Scottish or oh, eh, same thing. I'm sure they use minors. <laughs> <laughs>
Minor chords, that is, not minor. Minor chords, that's true. Not, not, not for labor, but for, yeah. That's true. All right, let's switch Let's switch modes to right. uh, Chad Shank. Yeah. So, Chad, um, what did Chad have to say about it here? He gave us a lot of information. It was quite good. Yeah. So, Chad says, um, obviously, I started with the title, Why Do You Cry?, my process started with thinking of which word in the title I would like to put a spotlight on. We're just talking about spotlighting. I figured most people would focus on why and cry. So I decided to focus on you. Why do you cry? It felt to me like someone, like asking someone why they specifically would be crying compared to others. I went with the idea of why would you cry when I am the one who, that is hurting? Once I had that, I set the title rhythmically to establish that accent by placing the word you on the downbeat. Then I built out the song's melody before writing the lyrics. Once I had the melody, I made a song outline about what each section of the song would be saying. From there, I wrote the lyrics and created a track. I wanted a kind of 80s pop funk vibe. I tried to make the sections contrast from each other lyrically and melodically. I think the chords are the same uh, except for the bridge part. So... Yeah, really, really detailed uh, description of his process, <laughs> Chad. So thank you so what much a, for that. What a great process to try and use. I mean, I've never, yeah. I think I may have done some of those things in my mind, but never actually sat down and, and scoped things out on paper, which is a smart thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that whole idea of, of writing, like he really started with the hook. Like, how do I want this hook to be delivered melodically, right. lyrically, yeah. emphasis, everything. And, and, and that really is the central part of his song and that's that's the part of his melody that i really love <laughs> yeah that's great well let's take a listen to it and then we shall uh talk about it, it some more cool confusion on our love is like a siren that flares through the night and I question every word that you had said to me But I still can't make it feel right, no I've cried these tears enough I got to know what's up And now I've got to know what's up Why do you Manipulation is the way that you controlled me You cracked it like a whip And your maneuvers were exploiting my emotions I don't want to play this game again, no I've cried these tears enough, enough I got to know what's up, what's up And now I've got to know what's up Why do you Why do you 
hair gel um, <laughs> of which i had a lot back in the day let me tell you uh, so, yes yeah yeah it was yeah l- listen to the way he hit that you like he really pointed out that you why do you you cry uh, yeah adding that little sort of beat why do you cry it just so and, catchy and, and he's absolutely right everyone else me included emphasize the why or the cry yeah it's true <laughs> no one emphasizes the you <laughs> That is such a, a brilliant thing. Yeah. I mean, I love the production. Uh, the production is good. I know, I know it's not about the production, but it's the only thing he needed is, you know, back in the 80s, everyone was doing that kind of skip beat, like Bobby mm. Brown, like, like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Dila Soul or. Well, what I wanted was like a funk guitarist doing that. Yeah. That's what a skippy beat. That was so sweet in this track. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's really brought uh reminded me of uh bobby brown but yeah what a what a really uh wonderfully put together song too yeah yeah and it's amazing he's got the same and he's right he's got the same chord progression except for the bridge like he yeah. crafted some really it would have been a good challenge for last year's um that's true <laughs> right like you know, his, his pre-chorus is clear his chorus is r- remarkably clear with the title and the oh yeah super catchy melody and uh, and 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 there's and and the story is focused. You know, it's it's very clear what the what the emotional content is. It's great. Um, I re- I was really expecting the second verse when he says you cracked it like a whip. I was really expecting a <laughs> <laughs> in the background. It would have been funny, but uh, yeah, yeah, really fantastic. I want to point <laughs> out um, the uh, why do you cry, which is a hook. Um, but the set. I mean, there's. It's a very hooky chorus, but the second major hook is on, you said you want to be alone. So why yeah. did you cry, said you want to be alone? And yeah, that's yeah. another very hooky line, I thought. Well, the, cor- the chorus to me is hooky from top by. Like, I really like oh, the yeah. line when you're the one who called, when you're the one who called us. Off. Like, it's really, really tight and catchy. And it, and it, and even even lyrically, like it it it, it fits, it flows. It, he he incorporated the "Why do you cry?" in a really clever way, but not not like you know, like like clever, like like funny, clever. Like he's really smart. There's this one thing. I mean, I, like I love this song. I thought it was great when I like I listened to it a bunch of times because it was just mm-hmm. so funky, and it did remind me of you know the glory days of Bobby Brown and, and, mm-hmm. and all that uh, all those you know early days of MTV. <laughs> But on the pre-chorus, he has, I've cried these tears enough. I've got to know what's up. 
now I've got to know what's up. I think that there's another. He should he shouldn't repeat what's up twice because mm. I don't think there's any reason to. And he's such a great songwriter. I know there's a better there's there's a better line in there. Mm. You know, it's yeah. like the rhythm and, and melody, but just repeating that like it didn't really add anything to it. It was just like mm. it kind of felt like okay, I need something. This is close. Yeah, but because yeah. everything else is just so perfect, and I just sort of just kind of jumped yeah, up. Yeah, I don't think that bothered me as much because it was it was kind of funky. Yeah, <laughs> and cool. The the one the one nitpick that that did bother me is, and this is something that's bothered me for for a few years when I've seen it in in any kind of writing, not just songwriting. Um, his last line of the uh, of the chorus: "When I'm the one that's missing our love." I would say I'm, when I'm the one who's missing our love, because we're talking about people and people we refer yeah, to it's as true, who, actually, not yeah. that. That being said, that is a lot punchier than who. <laughs> who is a very um, soft it's, word. Yeah. It's a very soft word. Who? So I'm I'm almost willing to forgive that, but it's 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 it's, it's screaming up to me because I keep noticing it everywhere now. When I, yeah. when I look at writing anywhere <laughs> social media blogs articles whatever when they refer to people as that as opposed to who um but uh yeah well i mean who can be kind of a good word depending on where it falls you know rhythmically but it, it's it, it can be tough choosing a word sometimes it can be hard to sing can be challenging i had a song called these two arms and arms is a really hard word to sing Mm -hmm. Arms, you know, it's the arms, arms. arms. So it's 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 interesting. But yeah, what a what a great tune. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic stuff. Really great. All right, thank you, Chad, for that. That was amazing. And thank you for the um, in depth uh, insight on your uh, process because that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very valuable to to hear that. Yes. Let's go okay. on to David Ray. Yeah. So what did David Ray say? He said, my entry to the songwriting challenge for title, Why Why We Cry. So he's already changed the title. Second verse and bridge held back for revision as the song was quickly dumped into phone and submitted as is. I have no way of making it sound better, but and won't go into a studio because of COVID. This will have to do. Cheers, David in Kingston. Perfectly reasonable. <laughs> yeah, perfectly understandable. We appreciate your honesty, David. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so uh, should we give it a spin? Yeah. This will be just a short one because it's just a verse and a chorus. It's a verse but, and a chorus. He, he's but you know, sometimes it's all you need to, to really get us a conversation. Well, like you were saying before, it's, it's just a sketch. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's worked on this in the interim and, and yeah. he's probably got something more now. So, but anyway. Yeah. Someone fell in love today someone else ran away and someone died of a broken heart someone gave birth today someone left the earth today and someone else got a brand new start Cause every time the planet spins Someone loses, someone wins Oh, that's the way 
It's always been And we don't know why But it's why we cry Yes, it's why we cry It's, it's short, but it kind of does feel like a complete song. <laughs> it does. I mean, the first verse is just great. Someone fell in love yeah. today. Someone else ran away and someone died of a broken heart. Someone gave birth today. Someone left the earth today. And someone else got a brand new star. What yeah. a great, great it, verse. It, it really is. It really is. The melody and the lyrics, just everything just falls into place nicely. It's general and specific at the same time. You know, it's easy to do those kinds of songs and it could be sort of a big, oh, I'm talking about big life things and that can be a bit much. This was actually just really kind of very specific and very, and, you know, um, didn't talk about huge events, but small events like falling in love, running away, yeah. you know, getting a broken heart. Well, I mean, they, they are kind of... Well, big events yeah, from the like some you know someone having a baby give, give birth someone left the earth i mean you know like yeah, that's, that's true yeah you know they, they are kind of big things but but i think but i, I think i think his use of someone yeah kind of softens it and and, and grounds it and doesn't doesn't sound like it's 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 he's not talking about big philosophical things he's yeah. again he's talking about someone he's talking about people he's talking you know it's it's really grounded on in in in, in the day-to-day in, in in that in that sense right but it's still about about bigger things, but it's, but it's also about this this kind of balance, right? Because you know, like it's positive, it's negative, it's positive, it's negative, it's positive, it's it's negative. Like there's a lot of you know um, back and forth uh, in, in in those in those terms, and 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 even even in his course, even um, even spells it out plain. You know, someone loses, someone wins. It's always it's always a yin yang thing. It's always yeah. uh, you know it's a balance, right? Um. Um. So what, what, why do you think he, he would have changed it to why, even even says the title is Why We Cry. Why, why would he have changed that? It would be an interesting song if you said, um, but why do you cry? Because the things that he's talking about are the human condition. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a certain beauty about coming to terms with the human condition, talking about large philosophical ideas. Um, coming to terms with the human condition and not maybe necessarily seeing it as bad, not bad, but, you know, tragedy, I suppose. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, even had that thought when we first started talking about this title, it's like, why, why do you cry? I mean, it suggests on the face of it, something sad, but he's introduced a lot of positivity into this too. So maybe yeah. they're, maybe, maybe he's talking about tears of joy sometimes, you know? So yeah. I, think, I think, I think there's an opportunity there to sort of, um, you know, in, incorporate the, why do you cry into the narrative a little bit, a little bit more tightly, I think. Right. And, and, and actually, and actually show, show the both sides of why do you cry? If it's, if it's a sad cry or a happy cry, you know? Yeah, well, because then you could say instead of, you know, so why do you cry? You know, because that's the way it's always been. So why do you cry? You know, it's, 
it's it's part of life and it's i mean you know you know someone left the earth today but that's also all those things that he talks about are kind of natural things like falling in love running away getting a broken heart giving birth yeah. dying you know someone else getting a brand new start that's all part of the human condition yes you know and that's the way it's always been so you know why do you cry mm-hmm. you know it's which changes actually the tone of the song because then it is kind of more of a positive thing mm. and you know like it could be something about the beauty of you know trying to or just just accepting the way that it is yeah yeah or being or being content with it being happy with with the human condition as you put it yes and yeah. more on that on uh, buddha radio coming up on, yes. uh... <laughs> next week yeah. um yeah yeah but but it's, it's a great start i think um great you know, it feels like it feels like a finished song i don't i have the feeling he's not done with it <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like it's not like it was like really rough i mean those are very strong very clear ideas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really nice I, David, I hope you do send us uh, the finished track, um, and we'll definitely play it on the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In fact, maybe that could be another uh, topic for a show. Uh, some uh, the people who, you know, brought the song in, maybe uh, entered their song, got some response from other listeners, did some changes, and then submitted it again. It would be, again, an, an interesting uh, view into how people change things. Yeah, yeah, we, we'd love to hear that, um, because, like I said, like, we're going to do it ourselves, and we're happy... Um, to showcase our listeners' songs again when, when you guys follow up with uh, with updated versions, that'd be amazing. Actually, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right, so the last okay. one for today. Yes, Nabil, Nabil Hussein. Um, Nabil's a, a regular member of our uh, uh, Song Talk meetup, um, and uh, he's even joined us. He he, he was with me on that uh, that songwriting for beginner chant uh, um, roundtable we did on Chad's meetup. The song we just played two songs ago. Um, his, his at-home songwriting thing. He invited a bunch of people to do like a songwriting for beginners thing on his on his YouTube channel, and Nabil was there as well. So he's he's got a lot of good insights into into the mechanics um, of songwriting, especially. Um, and uh, he wrote to us and said, uh, "Hi Neil, Phil, and Michael. Please find attached my entry starting with the title. Why do you cry?" Um, in terms of arrangement and composition, I try to go shoegazing with it. Lots of up-tempo, almost punkish chords, but with the uh, indie rock touch. Um, I'm unsure about my vocal phrasing and melody. I appreciate Neil's tips he gave me last time, trying to keep the melody simple and repetitive as possible. I don't remember telling him this, but sure, I'll take credit for that. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, he is his latest thing. He, at the time, he said he has to do live drums in the studio, but on his, on his updated version that he sent just a few days ago, he, he has live drums in the studio and reworked the vocals. Um, love to hear any feedback on what works and what could be improved. So... Thank you so much, Nabil, for sending uh, us your track and uh, and your and your process there. Shoegazing. What does that mean? Shoegazing. Shoegazing is a uh, form of music, um, kind of usually had big, kind of distorted guitars, kind of slowish to mid-tempo uh, songs, usually very loud, kind of very thick. Smashing pumpkins, shoegazing at, at times. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Okay. The idea is that um, the people who started playing it were very inexperienced, so they were nervous, so they just stared at their feet. Well, the live. audience staring at their feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that as well. But uh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. 
that's okay. So we don't know what we're doing. We're just going to keep our heads down. Hope for the best. It's a great attitude. <laughs> well, we've all done that a few times in life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's take a listen. All right. Then 
Very cool. Very cool, Neville. Excellent stuff. Yeah, you know, I think there's um there's some bones of it. it's a really a really good song here. I think it's mm-hmm. uh it's really it it does kind of work with the uh shoegaze. I mean if there's a lot more distorted guitars and um you know, listen to bands like My Bloody Valentine, mm. uh the Velt, um Adorable. Some links to some shoegaze stuff. It is uh, a nice genre, kind of doppelganger by Kerf. Uh, it's mm. 92, kind mm. of pre-grunge, uh, but great stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, they actually had sort of like the big guitars and then kind of sing-songy uh, lyrics. I mm. loved, um, you'll be rationalized, you'll be classified, then advertised, and you'll be productized. Yeah. That is so cool. I've always wanted to write lyrics like that. You know what that you know what that really reminded me of? I had to, I had to pull these out because it reminded me of Super Tramp's the logical song. Oh yeah. Show me a word where I, teach me how to be sensible, where I could be so dependable, clinical, oh intellectual, cynical. Oh, that's true, isn't right? it? And yeah. You, you feel like you're acceptable, respectable, or, pre, or presentable, a vegetable. <laughs> 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 right it's so cool and it reminded me of another song it reminded me of a rush song called animate from like the early 90s and the, the chorus goes polarize me sensitize me criticize me civilize me compensate me animate me complicate me elevate me <laughs> right? so it, 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 it's it, it's it's been done before and i really dig it every time it's done i dug i, dug, I really dug the way nabil did it yeah um, you know, recognized, systemized, mechanic, mechanized, productized. Yeah. Like, I don't even know that's a word, but that's a great word. <laughs> it is actually. It is. A, it is. It's a yeah. marketing term. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very cool. and it's very telling for you know from a from a human perspective. Yeah, right. His his verse actually reminded me of Radiohead. These really long notes. Yeah, that's true. Very few words. Very very kind of Radiohead, and then he got Super Tramp in the pre-chorus. <laughs> He's got everyone. He's all over the place. Yeah, it's great. I do it's, have it's, it's really I do cool. have confession. Mm-hmm. I don't like Radiohead. How <gasps> oh, dare oh, I don't, don't tell Heather. She loves it, but I don't. I don't. I don't this. like Radiohead after like the nineties. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something. You know, it's weird. There's all these bands that everyone loves, and I'm sure everyone has that. And they just kind of go, really? I just, yeah, I just never. Yeah, you know. That's okay. Yeah. I can't stand the Rolling Stones. What can I do? Yeah, that's true. Can't stand them. <laughs> right, they'll never be on the show now. <laughs> well, neither will Tom York. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's yeah. some there's some there's some really great stuff. And and, and again, he you know, there's another instance of a song where the songwriter has has I don't want to say misinterpreted, but reinterpreted the title. Yeah. They reinterpreted the challenge into something else because his chorus, his first chorus is, why does he cry? Mm. Or why do you cry? And then he goes in the second chorus, why? So why does she, why does she cry? Why do you cry? And then the last one, so why do I cry? Why do you cry? And then the, the she especially throws me off because I'm like, who's she in this? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not hearing who the she is in this context. That's I'm not even hearing point. who the he is in this context. So I, I would encourage Nabil to sort of streamline, again, streamline the point of view, make them all use, mm-hmm. make them all he's, make them all or, whatever. But, but of course you could do, so why do we cry? Oh, why do you cry? You cry. Yeah. And then it's kind of very clear as opposed to, yeah, because yeah. the she, it's like going, well, who's. And then, then, you're, then you're tracking back to the to the verse and be like, what, did I miss who she is? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's um, all about. You know, I think what society does to the person. Yeah. 
so yes, yeah, to, to sort of keep it universal, we is probably is probably the best the best way to go about it. Yeah, right. Because you know, even even you can be universal; it doesn't have to be specific to one person. That's why right. You why do you cry? Like you know, why do you cry? Kind of thing, right? Yeah, and you can actually change. You know, the pre-chorus, you could go to a past, like you've been emphasized, you've been rectified, um, you've been optimized, you've been product, you know, productized. You can do a little bit, um, you know, some some tweaking there if you wanted. Yeah, yeah. It, it just needs, like, more guitars. It's, uh, <laughs> never have too many guitars. Or heavily distorted guitars. Yeah, because I wasn't really hearing the shoegaze in this, but that's just yeah. me. Um, yeah, because you're right. It would, it would have been heavier guitars and more mumbly vocals, I think. <laughs> but, I mean, the, melodically, it does work within the shoegaze genre. Okay, fine. Know, okay, so okay. It does. So you're saying the bones are there for yes, it. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's so just, maybe maybe uh, there's just the dressing. Yes. That, uh, that needs yeah. to be. Yeah. I, I, I am finding it interesting that the submissions are 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 tweaking the why do you cry and and reinterpreting mm. it into into something else which to me is was the challenge like how do you how do you hold on to why do you cry and and make yeah. it and and make something that works with it because all that even for mine like i i i struggled with the language of how do i warp around the point of view so that i end up with why do you cry because i had to I had to have it being said by somebody else because I wanted it to be an I song, but it, it, it you know, I, I think I made it work in mine, but it was, it was tricky because mm. it, it is a tricky linguistic thing to sort of flip around, especially if you want to do an I narrative. <laughs> it is true. And I think for the purpose of a challenge, the truer you can stay to the brief as yeah. it is, it probably will do you. It, it would behoove you. I mean, you know, yeah. we don't get behooved much these days. <laughs> and it would definitely behoove you, I think, and, and, and grow your, definitely grow your skill a bit more by sticking with a brief, even mm -hmm. if it's uncomfortable and maybe it doesn't wind up with the best song, but I think you'll wind up learning more. Yeah, certainly you'll you'll learn more. And and again, you can always change it after. Yeah. Right? But if you, you, you're going for a challenge, try and stick to the parameters of the challenge as best you can. And if it isn't, and, and, if, and if, there is, if there is another song in the back of your mind, just stick with it. And then, you know, come visit your, your other alternative song after the fact. I think, I think that's the best way to do it. That's true. Because you, you, you want to see the challenge through um, as strongly as you can and, and, and try, and get, uh, try and get it to its destination, whatever it may be. Absolutely. It's, um, it's been a great, so far the entries have been fantastic and yeah. we're looking at a couple more, so, which is always fun things are trickling in. Yeah, we're going to do another of a similar episode in, uh, in a couple of weeks. And, um, and uh, I do like your idea, Phil, about revisiting um, our songs, the host songs. Because after all, this show is all about us. And, uh, <laughs> well, as it should be, you know. As it should be. But today it was all about our listeners. Come on. That's true. <laughs> Actually, I think we should do more of this. I, I love to hear. Yeah, I, I really, songs. I really enjoy going through our listeners' songs and and, and and pulling them apart and stuff. And I, I love when you guys send in a little bit of your process. That's really helpful. It gives us a, a, a bit of a lens into how you wrote the song, and it's really, it's yeah. it's, it's a learning for everybody who's it listening. It really is. Yeah. Right. Great. So it's you know. It's like we say on our website, you'll have so much fun, you won't even realize you're learning stuff. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
So that is all the time uh, we have on Sontag Radio tonight. Special thanks to our fantastic listeners and to everyone who sent Thank in you. their song for our challenge. It's awesome, guys. Uh, we want to hear from you. So please send your comments on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram to at Songtalk Radio or send us an email at feedback at songtalk.ca. Also be sure to check out our YouTube channel for live performance videos and full episodes in our virtual boxes. Uh, subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter at songtalk.ca. You'll find links to all the products, books, and web services we mentioned on the show on our resources page on the website. And wherever you are in the world, please join us online via Zoom at our next monthly Song Talk Meetup. It's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend the meetup. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link over to meetup.com. And uh, you can follow me at uh, neilmodi.com. You can follow Mr. Phil at philemory.ca. Awesome. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, be sure to stop by the website, songtalk.ca, to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest. Stay safe and keep on writing. Good night, everyone.